All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to ADHD, the podcast. This is episode four. This episode, I have two really good friends of mine joining me. I have Brad Jones from the Common Culture Podcast, and I also have Lawrence Sandlin, uh, athletic director at Gary Lighthouse. Uh, today, man, we're going to be uh, talking about sports. Ladies, don't turn it off. I promise it's going to be a little entertaining, just like it always is. But uh, how you guys doing today, man? I'm all right. I can't complain. Another day, another dollar. I'm doing pretty good. I mean, interested to see how I take this first though. And I gotta come on a different from a lot of you guys. <laughs> so uh the good thing about the two guys I brought on today, man, these are guys I actually talk to probably more than anyone else in my life. Uh and a lot of our time is spent debating sports. So uh A lot. <laughs> a lot of time. A lot so of time. things may get a little heated, man, but don't worry. Oh, just, it's all love at the end of the day, man. I've been just, looking for this. We love to talk our <laughs> shit. We love to, to represent our teams, man. Yes, sir. We was actually uh before we started recording, man, we were talking about um we were just talking about uh because we're we're in the Chicago area, uh Lowe's and Gary, uh, but we were talking about uh, just Coach K. I did not realize Coach K was from Chicago, but like when Brad said that, a lot of things started clicking as far as his recruiting. True. Uh, and just a quick update. Y'all might have heard my phone go off. Northwestern just upset Wisconsin. <laughs> Are you serious? serious. <laughs> Northwestern just upset Wisconsin. I love it. Get that Big Ten team out of here. But anyway. Uh, Big Ten. I'm, I'm saying as far as the college football playoff, get them out of here. I lost to Northwestern. You're not going to make it. But anyway, moving on. Way to go, Northwestern. Yeah, go Cats. I mean, that's the Chicago school, so I'm <laughs> for it. But another update is I hope everybody realized that the Purdue did go out and beat the SEC Vanderbilt a couple weeks ago. I think we won an O against y'all this year. All right, just to provide some context, man. So Lowe is SEC to the death. Well, he's a Georgia fan, so naturally he, he cheers on for the SEC. If you're not playing football down south, where are you playing football at, man? place that beat the south yeah, yeah, yeah. them cali boys can play too though man, man. cali in texas too Ain't nobody yeah. trying to hear nothing about the packs with them <laughs> right oh y'all right. can say that now that usc don't fell off but yeah cool. yeah that's, cool. that's true I mean, that's true they ran things right now, for a man. long time they ran things for a long time as soon as they stopped stealing players and paying people off reggie bush <laughs> reggie bush is on tv now he's not worried about usc that, that he actually right. he actually just last week called a game at usc so he can go back on campus and all that it's all good though i mean it is if you're not playing football in the SEC, where are you playing at? And I shouldn't have bet on Vanderbilt. You suckered me into that. That's fine. Take your little twenty dollars. Move on. <laughs> now it's little twenty dollars. Right. Take look, look. Take your little funky twenty dollars and just move on, and we gonna forget about it. Uh, well, we're not gonna forget about it. Though. We can move on. <laughs> So, admittedly, man, like, I have not been watching college football heavy this season. So, just to, like <laughs> let y'all know how I am, man. When my teams suck. I really struggle <laughs> to watch the sport, and I'm a Florida State fan. And let's just say, man, it's been a hard wah, couple of years wah, for your boy, wah, man. Wah, yeah, it's tough for you. Yeah, they picked y'all to win today, though. I don't know why. Who are they playing? Who are we playing? I don't even know. <laughs> they they no, play at Thornwood. No <laughs> Florida State play at Thornwood. Play, That's why they play at Drake or somebody. <laughs> probably right. that, too. It's all good. Everybody's team has their downtime. And trust me, believe a few years ago, I went through the same thing, Trey. I understand. It hurts your heart, mind, body, and soul. When a team that you're invested to just figures that they're just going to lay down and get ran over. so It makes it worse, bro, because we live in an age of social media. Oh so, like, you, like back in the day, I could hide. Yeah. <laughs> but today it's like, nah, you get these notifications from every social media app. And they highlight every bad oh play God. or every bad coaching decision, all of that. I understand. It's, it's brutal. But 
You know, you just you just got to take that L. I took a lot of L's listening to people talk about my team. Nah, bro, it's even worse, man, because some of my close friends, like, are huge Miami Hurricane fans. Oh like, uh, they taking L's, too. <laughs> right. So, my boy, man, shout out to my boy Russell, man, from the uh, Love Us or Hate Us podcast. Uh, he's a huge Miami fan, and he tags every Florida State fan. And Florida fan when they play for Florida, right? And he, he's just one of those man. But I have several friends like that. that just... I ask them, what about when they play in the rest of the country? Getting whooped, right? <laughs> yeah, Miami. Don't feel look, like look, too. look, Miami loses at eleven o'clock. He's gonna tag you after the three o'clock game. Florida State loses. Well, we ain't gonna talk about the past when Miami lost mm. four hours ago. We gonna talk about y'all right now. But I feel you. It's all good, man. Miami they, produce recruits lately. They, they. I have not seen them on the on the polls. Um. That this year coming up, they're like number eight in the country. It's still early. I'm talking about like who's going to NFL for Miami in the last. That's very true. I I can't. The last decent one, I think the Chargers, Perryman, middle linebacker. He's okay. from Miami. Philip Dorsett's from Miami. I'm not even gonna lie to you. My school produces more more NFL athletes than Miami right now. Oh, Illinois. Illinois produces more NFL athletes than Miami right now. I can't argue with you about that point. I'm not even going. <laughs> yeah, they're not what they used to be. That's a fact. So you you can tell 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 your friend tell your homie that. Bro, I can't believe you're an Illinois fan. Like, that's all. Yeah, every, I've never heard anyone. And say, look, like, he's he, I will fan. not allow him to be a fan of anybody else. So the minute he starts talking about anybody else, good, no. Let's 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 get that correct. I am an Illinois fan first, but I am a big Texas fan. Yeah, he does like Texas. I okay. do like. I okay. always like Texas, even when we wasn't no good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever since Vince Young and Ricky Williams, I've kind of been a Texas. They have uh, Texas still has my the best college football game I've ever seen, and that's that game where Vince Young. Uh, Smack USC. That's Reggie down Bush south. Oh, us that Heisman Trophy too. Down right south there. football. No, Vince took that. Um, down south is down south football. Like you said, you said Vince. T- yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying Reggie Bush <laughs> owes that Heisman Trophy. Oh, he owes you that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. he owes that Heisman Trophy. So yeah. since they took it from Vince, I mean, since they took it from Reggie, they need to go ahead and give Vince that that Heisman Trophy. So we can go ahead and put that in our little uh, trophy case as well. I got family in Texas, and I've watched a couple of high school games, and it's unlike anything I've ever seen. <laughs> Haven't seen a lot of Georgia or Florida football games. Um, for high school, but in Texas, oh, they got stadiums. That is religion. That is religion, yeah, bro. They have state. They have like ten, fifteen thousand seater Man, stadiums is, for their is, high schools. It is I something just watched, serious. Uh, the state finals from last year on YouTube. It was dope. Yeah, it was just like uh, what's that? What's that movie that came out with Booby? Yeah, um, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah. That. I was like, oh. That's nah, hard, ain't it? That's yeah. <laughs> Which actually brings me to an interesting point I want to talk about, man. Like, how do you feel like these kids are exploited on the high school and college level? To an extent, I think "exploited" is a very, very, very tough word to put on it. Right, right. Um, because they do get some benefits, even though, I mean, the amount of money they make for the schools and and I guess even agents and especially mm-hmm. with like basketball and AAU mm-hmm. and these shoe companies, the amount of money they make for them is astronomical. Um, however, they are afforded things that the normal person their age doesn't get. Um, I feel like we really did kids a disjustice with this whole rankings, player rankings, fifth grade, sixth grade. Oh yeah, that's just, that's off the chain, it's man. A, it has to stop. It's a it's a guy I know out there in my area in, in in Northwest Indiana where he ranks the top middle schoolers. And a couple of years ago, he mm-hmm. had one of my middle school players on there. And I'm gonna be honest with you, um, not because I was his coach. That I realized he was a lot better than the dudes at the top. It were dudes that um, just weren't big names. Yeah, it's not so much who you know they're watching. 
and 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 taking scouting reports on these dudes like they're just big names and playing everywhere. So uh, we do them a big disjustice, and it also just hurts the kid, man, because they have these unwanted, unneeded expectations that in the end, if they're not level headed or have a good support system, can can hurt them like like badly. And that's what uh, my concern is because I know uh, a friend of mine. He he has a very young son playing football right now, and I, God, I, I cannot think of his, his son's age. But uh, shout out to AJ with uh, AJ Master Fitness in Atlanta. His son plays um was playing little league football and he posted something where they were ranking like his the his son's team was ranked mm. and I was just like man like I think team rankings is a little different than personal rankings because like I think a team like you can actually go out and like have Pop Warner like when they go to Florida and play team by team mm-hmm. when we start getting to rate like individual kids. But I they, see what you're saying. They that do that, though. Difference. They, I, yeah. they, that's what I'm saying. They, they do that. I think that's yeah. when we get to the point when, like, it's not healthy for the kid no more. Yeah. Not healthy in the sense of if you're ranked high or if you're not ranked. Either way. Yeah. Like, if you're ranked high, I think that at, at what's, what's sixth grade? Like, 12? <laughs> Ridiculous. 10? At like, 10 or 12, yeah. if I'm ranked number one in the country, I don't know if my motivation to get better is still mm-hmm. as high as it was. At the same time, if I'm not ranked, do I think, like, oh, well, this ain't the right sport for me, so I move on. And you got people that aren't ranked going through college. Kawhi Leonard, who <laughs> becomes great or late bloomers. And I think they get discouraged they're not ranked. And it's all about if you played in the right AAU tournament or if you mm-hmm. was at, at the right place at the right time. You might have one good game, but you're not scouting every sixth grade in the country. I think it's I think it's crazy because it's like at what point is sixth graders even half of their potential of what they will be? They oh, it's you know probably what I'm very saying? rarely. Have like, they hit puberty if, if yet? Yeah, right. If at like, all, yeah. dudes don't even have a deep voice or 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 wash their face all the way properly. But we're someone like <laughs> let's use the saying? example of like uh, C.J. McCollum, who was five two in the ninth grade or five right. four in ninth grade, whatever right. it was. And right. like, Russell couldn't dunk his senior year. Yeah, like yeah, Russell. Like, was, that's another one who went from like five nine to six four in high school. It's, so it's ridiculous, man. And like, what what man in America? Like, number one, they're using it as a platform to get what they want for people to. Mm-hmm. Um, subscribe to them or listen to them or whatever but like what man has seen every sixth grader in the country with aau basketball no, or at every yeah. football game? Like, come on man that's that's ridiculous man like and I, I i think i i i despise it i'm gonna be honest with you man make these kids earn it you know you shouldn't be ranking people until they get to high school because that's when they can actually be recruited and seen by people because yeah, i don't like even that. like at the high school level of some in some cases man because i feel like some kids like let's just be honest they get the illusion of thinking they're better than what they are so if you're starting that at a very young age man you may completely kill a kid's potential because you you drown his work ethic in these these false accomplishments that's true but i i think i think it's not just like aau coaches and rankings i mean i think youtube has also Mm -hmm. hurt these kids a lot Mm. um because think of a kid like i can't remember his name it was that one running back that was coming out and he was like a little kid, like shaking everybody, like a little big head, little oh, kid. It, 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 he went viral. He went it's viral. Really he was like the first like little yeah. kid football player went viral. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out, I think he ended up not growing anymore. And he mm-hmm. ended up being like five four running mm-hmm. back and didn't go anywhere. Yeah. And it's like, but you highlight this kid like he was the next. I think this was called like next Reggie Bush back in the day. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I remember seeing that. And he was like, he was for real, like seven years old. I remember mm-hmm. there being a, it was and I I don't remember his name. But it was a little white kid who was a running back. He played about, in Texas. The white dude. I think his name was Cody or something like that. Man, I think I know who you're talking about. He went to Michigan. Yeah. Then he That's left him. Michigan and mm-hmm. went to Rice. Yeah, but he was like five six. He was like Danny Woodhead size. But like, come on, man. Like I, 
you're just hurting the kid, bro, because that that's type of stuff, man, where these kids have these high expectations. The whole community is on their back. They feel like they have to do this or have to do that. And at the end, like, what kid can can shoulder that burden? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. who can, well, who how can you, handle well, how that? How would you think, uh, you know, like I said, we know you're, you're an AD, but you also you have a son. You have a young son. Right. So what would you tell parents out there who are trying to navigate in this new landscape of, like, the student athlete and the ranking of the, the young student athletes, like your, your young boys? Don't give them too much too early. Mm. Like I'm gonna be honest with you, I haven't, I haven't even begun to, and I'm gonna start this summer, but I haven't begun to even put my son through the sports juggernaut mm-hmm. or whatever to see what he's good at. Because right now my son's not into that, yeah. and I don't want to push it on him. I don't want to force it on him. I don't wanna, I don't want to have him doing something that he doesn't want to do. Yeah, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? If if he feels like he wants to do it and he tells me he wants to do it, then I'll try to help him with it. But at this point right now, my son is in the Fortnite and. And and he's a kid. Like he's a <laughs> yeah, kid. He's yeah. in the kid thing. So I'm not gonna force him to do anything. On, on top of the fact of, I was a late bloomer. Mm-hmm. I didn't like. I didn't play anything organized until the fifth grade. Gotcha. You know, I would pick up a basketball up here until the fifth grade. Like I watched it. Everybody watched Michael Jordan. But like any of that until the fifth grade. That was my first time being on a team. So my son's in the third. I'm not gonna. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna have him trying to do something that I don't think that he even really wants to do right now. He yeah, doesn't have the desire. So, so I'm not gonna push him too far. I guess my question is with me having a young daughter, right? And me actually wanting her to enjoy sports, right? Right. At what point does it go from pushing them into something they don't want to do into like or like exposing them to to it? You know what I mean? Well, the thing, well, what I noticed, man, because I got two daughters, is, uh, they normally show interest somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mm-hmm. they, you know, they'll see something, they show an interest in it, you try it out, either they like it or they don't. Uh, my girls, both of them, aren't they? They don't really have the passion for athletics like that. They both started in it. Uh, my my oldest started in gymnastics. Uh, my youngest. Uh, wanted to play basketball and um yes they got older they just got into more girly things and more artistic things but the good thing was with them that i did expose them like you said to sports and started them in sports i think it helped them on the artistic side and on the school side because it it you know sports teaches you concepts on on, and work ethic and things that'll help you wherever you go with it and i can see it in what they do now like my my oldest daughter you know she's been doing youtube videos and that that grind from being, you know, doing gymnastics and dance, I can see that in her own brand for her YouTube stuff. And she taught herself how to play the piano. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of stuff I feel you get from sports. So it's nothing wrong with exposing your daughter to it. But if she, you know, if she shows lack of interest or her interest start to pick up somewhere else, you know, you just kind of got to let them do what they do. True. Because my, uh, I, I think I told y'all before that I'm gonna have my daughter playing a uh, quarterback <laughs> for flag football yeah, in a couple years. So look out for her. I can't, I can't wait to see this, <laughs> and I'm not so sure that Samantha's gonna go for that. She already, mm-hmm. I already got the go ahead, bro. Yeah, right now I've worked on that for years. Oh, uh, well, right now until her baby is. We play a flag though. We, oh, you I, said flag. We're gonna play flag. We're gonna play flag. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if she want to get in tackle afterwards, that's fine. Come on. But now. I don't believe I don't believe putting no kids in tackle football until high school. Well, you know, I actually had that conversation uh, with uh, the guy I mentioned earlier, Russell from the Lovers and Haters podcast, because he coaches football and he's played football his entire life. And he actually had a very interesting response when I posted the question about young kids playing football. He said, these days you have to start them early so they know how to protect themselves and play the right way. And the good thing about now is there are certain leagues, I guess, that are certified by Hands up. Yeah, that, that make sure they're teaching kids the right way and... Uh, I, I got a viewpoint on that. Like I know, okay. I know coaches that coach heads up football, mm-hmm. 
and yes, they got the certification to coach it. So mm-hmm. yes, they know the proper way of coaching it. However, when it comes down to it, um, with these sports being competitive sports, they tend to try to teach the kids the right way initially, mm-hmm. but then the day is about making a tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think on my brief minor in psychology that the human brain is developing and I don't care if you teach them the right way to make contact or the wrong way to make contact. Mm. If kids are running and smashing their brains into each other at the, the, at a developmental age, I don't see how you can say that's beneficial. I got you. Well, I mean, and like I see both sides and you're actually bringing up a point. Uh, I watched uh, Arian Foster do an interview and he has two sons, and he was like, my son's not going to play football. I'm not going to let him. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very interesting coming from a successful NFL running back. And the crazy part is if you if you, if you you look at interviews for NFL players now and you hear them talk about their kids in football, there I've seen a lot of people that say, man, I'm not, I'm not going to put my kid in that. Well, in my opinion, it's the most <clears throat> dangerous sport on the planet, even more so than, than like UFC. Because even in UFC, like you're not – lunging at someone full speed head first for 12 weeks yeah at a time yeah you know what i'm saying and like 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 your body's going through basically a car crash collision on saturdays or sundays or even fridays for high school and then they're right back at practice monday doing the same thing prepping for the next week <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's it's crazy and what i mean with that said the sport of football has taken major leaps to protecting kids mm-hmm. like one of the things they put in illinois i'm pretty sure it's going around everywhere is that a kid can't play in back in two games in under 48 hours mm-hmm. whereas when i was in high school if they you didn't were a care. freshman you was playing sophomores you was mm-hmm. playing varsity if you was good enough right all in either the same day or the next day um plus i mean they put limitations on how often you can have full contact practices and how often peewees can i think peewees can only practice eight hours a week I think coaches need to be more mindful of their kids, too, because, I mean, I'm so far removed from the game of football at this point. Like, I'm 35. I didn't play football since high school. Right. Um, I was watching Last Chance U, and I one of the things that stood out to me the most, man, was some of those kids were getting concussions, and they'll just kind of walk off or whatever and be in that, their haze. And then the coach will ask them, like, can you play? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I can play, when clearly the kid should not have gotten back on and the they, And you know what's crazy, though? Like, that's why they the NCAA or whoever came up with the rule about, like, concussion spotters mm-hmm. like people who watch for the effects of that because as a, i, as I a, didn't as, know nothing about that yeah because mm-hmm. like as a competitor if you're in a game and you live and die football or any sport for that matter mm-hmm. and you're hurt and you feel like you can play you're gonna want to go out there yeah yeah for sure so like it's one of those things where um everybody's hit an injury We've all done that, mm-hmm. where we've wanted to play more than what we could, mm-hmm. put me back in the game. As long as we're not hurting the team, we want to give our all so that we can help the team. Mm-hmm. Um, concussions are no joke, man. You know what I'm saying? I had a concussion once in my life, and the after effects of it, like being sensitive to sunlight, walking outside and like literally having to put sunglasses on, like... You know the the or sensitivity the, of the light, the the memory of the event. Yeah, like it, it gets like you you. I, I know when I had my concussion, I don't remember like the first five to ten minutes following the concussion. Yep, me either. Yeah, uh, I mean, I had I had a couple concussions. I think I had one diagnosed concussion. Mm-hmm. Um, playing the defensive line, and that's another thing I, I want to skip to concussions. I think when people think about football, they say, "Oh, it's a very dangerous and collision sport." True. Mm-hmm. Different positions, the the severity of Danger varies drastically. Yep. Like, I'll tell you about it. I let my, my daughter play quarterback. It's the safest position in football. Thanks. Besides, so. besides punter and kicker. 
Yeah, right? agreed. Um, because, like, you, you, number one, you're not getting hit in practice. Mm-hmm. Nobody's touching you in practice. That's a fact. In the game, like, you, let's say you, if you get touched, like, people are like, okay, he got touched, he got rushed, got hurried. How many times will a quarterback really get hit in a game? Well, it's the only position in the game that has total protection. It's protected. Yeah. yeah. It's protected. So it's like, it's like, but then if you go to like an offensive lineman, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody ever talks or cares about the offensive lineman. The but they guys. take collisions every single play. Every snap, yeah. And it's like a center or a guard, interior lineman, center or guard, those are the most dangerous positions for long-term health mm-hmm. as any other position in football to me. Running backs, yeah, you might see them take one big shot, two big mm-hmm. shots. Receivers, they might go across the middle take a big shot. But these are 300-pound men right. crashing into each other for 60 times a game. Whew. Yeah, y'all, I've always said, uh, yeah, and I know y'all can quote this, I've always said, man, I applaud y'all for playing football. Yeah, like, to take yeah. that type of hit repeatedly and then to get up, no. put your hands on the ground, and, and line up again. and do it all yeah, over again no for 60 plays a game is I ridiculous w- to me. I will say defensive ends... I take the least amount of contact of any lineman, D lineman, right. D lineman, or O lineman. Like, so I, I, I use more speed than I did power. Technique. I wasn't going through a lot of people. Yeah, I was technique. just going around them. Um, whereas, like, if I was a D tackle, like, my brain probably fried. Well, I always, in my, in my personal opinion, and I've had arguments with people about this, I, the most impressive athlete on the field are the linemen to me. Because on mm-hmm. top of crashing into someone just as big as you for the entire game, every snap, you guys have the most complex schemes to remember, you have the most complex techniques to go off of you have to pay attention to the most stuff um it's it's a very think think on your feet position on the field while you're getting your head bashed in yeah, yeah. right I, and i guess me probably being a little biased defensive players are a lot a lot smarter than offensive players most times except for the offensive line of quarterback mm-hmm. okay um a running back typically has to remember what direction he's going in and what hold to hit that's his or, job. Where the, the, where or, where, or where the block or where the block mm-hmm a uh, receiver has to remember what route to run or if he needs to run in reverse or something to that degree. Mm-hmm. Whereas a defender has to remember what gap responsibility they have, mm-hmm. what to do on if it's an option. They have to react quickly to like if it's an option, if it's a run, if it's any kind of different play. Mm-hmm. As well as know if in a split second decide, oh, am I pass rushing or am I, or am I sitting back for a, for a run? Like how, mm-hmm. how am I doing that? So I think um, to me, defenders get a, get a, get a knock from like, oh, you just – a dumb defender because you just crashed into people. Mm-hmm. But they have to be some of the more intelligent players because it's a lot more reading and reacting as opposed to knowing where I need to go, how I need to get there. Big facts. It's, yeah, I don't, you know, football is one of those things. And the crazy part is I honestly feel like my son, going back to that, will be a better football player than anything. Really? Just because it's in his blood. Yeah, yeah. I didn't play football. Yeah, your dad did, though. My dad did. All of my uncles did. Mm. His mother's father was an NFL player. Oh, like wow. was in training camp. Oh, wow. Like he was, you know, before he he had a um a disease that he came down with. Like he was an NFL caliber player. Like I seen pictures of the dude, and he was a brick house. Oh, wow. And so, um, I feel like football would be his best thing, just based on his his mother's father was was a top notch athlete. Um, his mother's mother was a track athlete. Mm. His dad, you know, I played basketball in college, was an athlete. His grandfather, my dad, was a college athlete. And all of my uncles, they were athletes. So, like, I feel like beyond anything, football would be his sport. And I'm hesitant to put my son in it, to be honest with you. Yeah, understandably so. Uh, what do you think about um, the the 
college athletes getting paid. I, I was reading something somewhere where the state of California was trying to pass a law where the college athletes could get paid. Yeah. Um, I feel like you're getting into a major gray area with that. Mm. Athletes being paid is like how 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 are you going to do that? So like, if we're talking athletes being paid. Are we talking all athletes? Are we talking everything from basketball to lacrosse? Because the basketball players are getting paid. I feel like the lacrosse players are gonna feel like they need to get paid too, right? Although they are not the money makers that they are. We didn't specify just college basketball athletes. We said college athletes mm. and so it's one of those things where okay if we say college basketball all right so if players should get paid off their likeness are we saying that um are we saying that the top-notch players on certain teams are only going to make so much because the top-notch players are going to make a lot more than the you know the top two or three players are going to get a much more than the seventh and eighth men and a rotation on a team which is more than what the 10th or 11th like it's a, it's a it's a great area that is so hard to determine like how are you going to do this are we going to run into a point in time where players are going to start committing to schools just because they feel like they're going to make more money there yeah you so, get what i'm saying i mean that's part of the that's part of the argument with california right now mm-hmm. is that they the ncaa said if you do this you not you cannot be part of the ncaa because you're providing an unfair advantage to California schools over anywhere else, um, which I agree with. I think I think in order to do this, you have to you have to structure in a way that I think you allow students to make money off their own name, as opposed to just paying them outright. Like I don't think the school should be like giving out checks. So here's my thing. Uh, I think I hear what you're saying about the NCAA and while it does make sense, uh, fuck what they're talking about. I think they should figure it out. Point blank. Period. Like they're making billions of dollars off the backs of these kids and we just talked about you know football in particular how dangerous of a sport that is and i know you're saying like okay free education everything which is valuable don't get me wrong but we're not going to discuss how much college has gone up over the last couple of decades it wasn't always as as expensive as it is now but i do think they need to figure it out whether it's a payment system of a monthly paycheck or like you're saying brad like uh, some kind of share, I'm guessing is what you're saying on, on what your jersey sells or whatever. Well, I mean, no, I'm saying like right now you cannot make money off your own name. Like Manziel got in trouble for signing autographs. Had nothing to do with anything else. He signed autographs with his own name. He went out and did himself. Same Todd Gurley. So to tell me I can't make money off of my, me, the person, I think that's utterly ridiculous. So does the NCAA like own your, is it like a copyright thing? Like they own your name once you sign? Is that part of your scholarship? Kind of like if they find out that you've done something to make money Based off of your athletic achievements at the school that you were at or whatever, mm-hmm. they can revoke your eligibility to the NCAA. Oh, wow. Terrell Pryor. So it's Terrell Pryor. Right. Um, so, like, my thing is they need to get rid of that, number one, because that's this is the only avenue in in the United States to where you can't make money off of who you are. But, like, that's so crazy. Like, I get what you're saying, but, like, again, man, like. A.J. Green, Georgia players, granted, y'all don't judge me. I just know more about these people. Like, they all got in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. And he got suspended games for that. A.J. For, Green. For signing autographs? A.J. Green and Todd Gurley both got hit with mm-hmm. that and got suspended at the end of their careers, which is, you know, kind of pushing to the pros. They were top 10 picks, so okay. whatever's whatever. But, like, I don't know how they're going to figure it out because it's, I mean, um, A.J. Green, Todd Gurley are going to make more than the middle linebacker who's still but, busting his butt for his university. Yeah, but isn't it's, that part of like college, right? College is, is is like a teacher of the real world, right? It's supposed to be, yeah. And mm. like because mm. I'm a because I can generate more revenue, whether I'm in college or I'm a professional, that's like saying, Oh, LeBron James should make the same amount as Eddie House. 
<laughs> no, yeah, I I get that. <laughs> you, know what I'm like, you know what you're opening up for those universities? What's that? Issues. I mean, because, put a cap on it. Put a, put put a cap like you do everything else. I mean, granted, people can go over find a way to go over loophole to go over the cap. Yeah. But if you put a cap in, then you can say, well, this is one of the restrictions we did. Or like I said, or don't have the universities pay them directly. Just allow them to make money off their own name. In that way. You can say, "Hey, we're not, we're not paying, we're not, we're not paying the basketball player more than the." Soccer well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna admit, man, I'm, I'm, I'm just not smart enough to even try to figure that out. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a lot, man. But the reason I say it should be a paycheck kind of thing, and like, yeah, this may depend on where you go to school at. I'm sorry, but like, if your school is getting national coverage on Fox or NBC or whoever does college football these days, like I said, I'm a little detached. I haven't been watching that much lately. Whatever channel your team plays on, like that school's receiving a check being on that channel with X amount of viewers, right. I feel like it should be divided amongst the players as well. But is that the school's negotiation of their <laughs> right. school? Or is that the school negotiation so of that's why I That's said why I led without my squad. It's <laughs> such a great area. It's like, it's crazy because it's like, you know what you're opening up then? If you're giving college athletes checks, like, are we about to have college athletes rolling up in Mercedes? <laughs> and, well, I, and, I think and, we're starting and, to see the adverse effects of not doing it, right? So we can go, we can look at your your atypical situations like LaMelo Ball. Yeah. I, um, so, so, so not to cut you off, I did hear this on, I think it was Jalen Rose that said this. He brought up the idea of, like, having these players put it in a trust fund. So once they go pro or once they're done with school, they get that money that they I think that's made. Beautiful. I think that's a beautiful idea. I feel like if you if you give these college athletes the avenue to make this money while they're in college, mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of the same yeah. thing as with the uh, with the financial aid check hustle. You're going to have Ooh. students who show up, get the check, and then bounce. and then it is and it times ten. But at that point, then you contractually liable for that money. So mm-hmm. if we paying you to play and you take that money, you bounce. Guess what happens? We need that back. We need all that back. Yeah, yeah well, that, but that's why I think the Jalen Rose, the one that, because I had no idea about this. this is my first time hearing about it too. But I think that is great that you get a trust for your amount of time there, and once you leave, you get X amount of dollars. Yeah. But I still think that could be slippery as well. Too. That's yeah. it's that's but why I, I said like, somebody. Like, Ooh, wee, that's deep. I feel like the, the I feel like you can take other people's models though, right? Like the NBA, for example, they don't. 2K Sports doesn't go negotiate with each person individually to get they to get their likeness in the game. Right. No. It's they go to the Players Association, get a contract with the Players Association. They divide that up to everybody gets the same amount, no matter if you're LeBron James or you Eddie House. Right. So I feel like you should do the same thing for college. Like have a have an organization for the players, and they can negotiate with I don't know whoever wants to do a video game or whoever they want to use likeness at, and and for the rights to, these, to all these likenesses. We pay you a billion dollars. That's kind of lit, actually. That's kind of lit. I think that 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 would be kind of a dope option if each conference had a players association. Different students get uh, nominated into positions each year. They hold meetings within the conference, video conferences within the conference, and they negotiate with their con. They negotiate with their conference when then the conference negotiates with the NCAA on what yeah what share the student athlete gets. That's what I'm saying. And that way, that way you don't have to. I mean, it could be by sport because obviously, I mean. It's a capitalist society. Yeah, you're not gonna pay. You're not gonna pay the basketball players the same amount you'll pay the football players. Number one, because too many of them. So, number mm-hmm. two, because they're gonna depending on what conference you're looking at, they're gonna make more money. That's crazy. It's it's a slippery slope. So what if what happens where you got in certain areas where you have a top notch lacrosse player? Mm-hmm. If he's if he he's a top three That's lacrosse what? player, if, but he's a top three hundred football player, what are you gonna decide to do? If I'm you, going to play football because I want to make more money. What does that do in turn? But that's the same thing in real life. Like if I'm a if I'm a top one running back, but I'm a top ten receiver, and receivers in the NFL get paid more, I'm gonna be a receiver. 
<laughs> I'm talking, but that's too. I'm talking to sports though. Like it's, it's I feel same, you. It's, same I just logical feel thinking. Like some some Albert Einstein. <laughs> yes, I'm saying they have the money to figure it out. They like when I say to figure it out, out, I mean to pay someone who's who works, who crunches numbers, and does these type of things. But I think. One way or another, I think something has to go in place. I do like the thing that happened a couple of years ago where they started looking out for the, the kids' diet and, and, you know, what they do, bring food trucks on campus and stuff like that. It's small, but, I mean, you have, if you have kids that's skipping meals because they ain't got money for food, then... Man, Trey, do you remember what we, we used to get for meal money, bro? Okay. We used to get seven dollars. Pennies, yeah. Nah, we, we got more than that. Mm, but we used to get though, nah, like we, we used more. to get seven dollars real money. We got nothing. We it, got seven. And you, you want to know what we didn't end up doing? What? We would not eat. Yeah. And save our seven dollars. And when we did, and when we did eat, we was going up the streets from that McDonald's up yeah, the street from campus, like, and we was like, buying from the dollar. Like menu. if they would have pulled up at a Popeyes or something, we're not going. Yeah. Because that seven dollars is gone. Yeah, see, like we, <laughs> I didn't have to. I, I got D2 more. Two or D three school, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I did three. You're right. We like, got, we got, we got more, more. We got food. Food was not an issue. And y'all, and you was a football player too, so <laughs> they were feeding y'all yeah, more yeah, anyway because they yeah. want y'all to be big. Yeah, so like I went, so I went, I went into college like two ten maybe, uh-huh. like pushing two ten. Um, but in the first semester, I was two forty five. Yeah. Well, it was like that in my junior college, but see, the difference with my junior college was we, it was a small campus in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And our, our staff, like the, the cafeteria staff literally worked around us. Right. So if we had 5 a.m. practice, they opened up for us at four. Yeah, they, that's what they did in my school. Not yeah. happening at where we was. No, 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 no. At not, all. Not yeah, like, no. like, like, legit, there were days where me and Trey would be like, bro, we're not doing anything. We're not spending our money. I'm telling y'all, they, Lawrence used to fry bread. Bro, <laughs> you better tell him about that fry bread. Like, <laughs> like, fry bread in, like, the, uh, in the dorm. <laughs> we, whenever, whenever the dorms would have some type of event, that is where we would eat at, bro. Oh yeah, for sure. That oh, is where see. we would eat at. Yeah, see that. I, this is news to me. Like we like, struggle, struggle. Well, now, bro. I'm gonna keep one. This is my podcast. Y'all don't have to agree or disagree, but man, the the hustle was you get cool with a female on campus. Oh man, <laughs> she would cook. Her and all her roommates would cook. You invite your teammates up. Like I'd we be good for them. I'm not many lie. rooms back in the day. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I I, I hear y'all talk about that before. I thought it was just more like y'all was trying to see what you were talking about. No, not y'all trying to eat. No, <laughs> bro. We it I was mean, just no <laughs> a little bit of both. Man, listen, Trey's Trey putting on. We would not, they gave us our meal money. We would save our meal money and hope that the dorms would be putting on some type of movie night or oh, yeah. something else so, inside of the dorms where they had food so we could eat. Which they now, did pretty often. Which they did a lot. It mm-hmm. wasn't a problem, but guess what that is? That's $7 in our pocket. Now, granted, this is 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. $7, $7. Okay. But it's like, $7 a day. We're struggling. No. Nah. Wait, $7 when we had a game. Uh, game. A game? Yeah. Like, we... So, wait, so wait, y'all wasn't playing a game? Y'all didn't get fed? I mean, y- y- y'all get like a free like meal card or something? No. Nah. So wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, I was on. I was on. Oh. So, so the the reason I kind of had a little different. I had a partial academic when I first went there. Mm-hmm. So I had money from that, but still, it no. Was I mean, like so the, the, the athletes, y'all didn't get like a no. Y'all didn't get like a free they, meal meal card or something. Our meal, our kitchen wasn't open all the time either. No. What you mean, like like every day it wasn't open? It was open every day, but it closed at. Six it was mostly, I mean, uh, too, mostly a computer campus. Like yeah. when we, when me and him were going there, they just put the dorms there. Oh, yeah. the dorms, okay. Yeah. yeah, like they just threw us there, and we just wanted to be there. So, yeah. like, so like this is news, bro. Like I'm, this is baffling to me. So and wait, me and Trey weren't lying to you. So wait, <laughs> so yeah, so like, like okay, athletes got like a meal card. We didn't. What is that? 
that's like you know like you buy like a meal plan like 21 meals a month a week or whatever 21 like and you could just go and use your meals so we got that plus we got like if like let's say i, I went to practice and then like, i go eat my food and then like we have to watch film of practice every day mm. but during film they would bring in like food for us to eat <laughs> What is that talking about, Trey? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, we didn't do that, bro. Like, and maybe that's for, and you were at a school where, was it Dubuque? Yeah, Dubuque. Where y'all, like, y'all was a football, they, like, y'all love football there. Like, y'all, was y'all football team the moneymaker? We uh, just had basketball. I mean, we just had, no, I mean, Dubuque is the third largest city in Iowa, and it's like a lot of rich people there. So we had a lot of, like, endowments. So there that is. We are at a commuter campus that is now very much doing well. Yeah. We were there for the transition. transition. Yeah, exactly. so they were trying to figure stuff out. Yeah, we, and, and it was get fed. Y'all got scholarship though, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, but like, like, tell me as something. far as eating, hey, listen, bro, that fried bread, <laughs> I thought y'all was just like eating late night. You just like fried bread. I didn't know you had to eat that to survive. Hey, like, man, listen, <laughs> cereal, I was, I was bro. Bread, bro, and like half the loaf will be gold because we're in there fried. I'm joint. in there with a pan of butter, and I'm sitting yeah. there. And I'm frying and flipping we with a jar of jelly all day with with day. a gallon of milk. Like yeah. it's it that's was a deep. struggle. Yeah, that's deep, deep. Yeah, it was it was the projects, man. Like, yeah, man. yeah it was <laughs> the way we were living. I was going through more in college than I ever had to do in life because I wasn't. I didn't struggle to eat at home. My yeah, mom fed I mean, me. We, I mean, we we still ate out. We still was like poor. We had a lot of money and stuff like that. But we was food wasn't an option. Going to the McDonald's on Kennedy Avenue was the best thing in our lives. It was that that dollar menu. Oh yeah, we see, like I get a couple dollars from my parents, and we go like to like Perkins, which is like Bennigan's, and eat there. We eat that. Well, like. We did go to CC's more out of like just trying to figure out like what CC's were because niggas said, oh, you can eat pizza. We was like, what? <laughs> got there like, oh, this ain't pizza. All that is until them refund checks hit. Then it's different and we going wherever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we ain't getting a, I ain't getting a refund check. Well, okay, so there's a difference. I ain't getting a refund yeah, check. Yeah, I, I got a, like I said, man, so, so I had partial academic too, so my refund checks was kind of lit. Yeah. But you also got to realize the school I went to was super expensive. So like. Mm. Private. private. It was a private. Okay, so like, so. even when my, I got like, Half off my athletic scholarship, which I ain't know. I don't think supposed to do that, but it's it called something different. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an athletic scholarship; it was some kind of other scholarship. Mm-hmm. But I got like half off. It was still thirty thousand dollars mm-hmm. a year. True. Well, that's the, that's close to what mine was when I was at Purdue because I was out of state. Mine was mm-hmm. sixteen semester. After your scholarship? Well, that's no, 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 no. That was before. No, like no, after no. my scholarship, it was thirty thousand. What? Yeah, it was something like it was something like fifty something thousand oh dollars a year. God. That's nuts, man. Yeah. So I mean, but we get eight. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> um. So, but yeah, but that's that's what uh like I was bringing up the point of kids choosing to skip college. I know I said Lamelo Ball, but what's the other kid who actually took a job as a? Oh, he came out this year. Position where he he was a top recruit in the country. I think he was slated to go to. It might have been UCLA too. I can't remember. I remember some dude was some dude was in, was in the draft. This year, yeah, he, yeah, he got drafted this year. But last year, he was supposed to play college. He decided not to play college because some company, I believe it was Adidas or Nike, offered him. Was it New a, Balance? You talking about dude that was supposed to go to Syracuse? Yes, yes, New Balance offered and you know, him. But you want to know where he went? He went to play in that the ball league. Ah, uh, the JBL. No, no, he didn't. He went overseas. 
Yeah, I know he went play somewhere. He went and played overseas. But the shoe company offered him something like a half a million dollar New internship. New Balance. New Balance offered him a half a million dollar internship. So he decided to not play basketball at Syracuse so he could do this internship. He and he was a McDonald's All-American, too. Yes. Yeah. Went and played overseas for a year. Got drafted this Basically. year. Basically. Darius Basley. Yeah, that's He nice. got drafted by the Thunder. What, yeah. what do y'all think about that route, man? I mean, kids taking control of their future. Because clearly, like, when he did it, I know people were upset and like, oh, what the hell is he doing? But clearly, it works and you look at Lamelo ball now who despite everything his crazy dad did and i was listen i was fighting for lavar when he first came out but over time i became, I became less of a fan because i felt like Lamelo was getting the worst of what lavar was doing because it's more about him than it was his kids yeah. exactly but not to stay on him too much yeah. uh but you look at Lamelo now who what, what first he went to what was it latvia lithuania that was yeah. terrible lithuania had a horrible horrible time out there mm-hmm. now like you said that was a horrible move by his father uh comes back plays in his big baller brand league which is also a failure goes and plays in an eligible year of high school just to get his name back on the map now he's in australia and and they're saying he's a top five pick i mean i think that's an avenue right mm-hmm. that's an avenue um i think it may be an avenue for a lot of top recruits Agreed. but if you are a mid-level recruit that's not the movie should make because i don't think that you're going to be able to go over there and play with grown men trying to fight for the same thing you're fighting for? Well, yeah, and, and, and I guess that is the caveat is the, these are... Like Brandon Jennings, I think the first person that actually did it. Yeah, he was. Brandon Jennings, which I think was more like... I couldn't, couldn't get, make the grades. I couldn't make the grades yeah. to get in school, but he went overseas, did it, and came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody else just recently did it like two years ago, too. He put up... Uh, what's Terrence Ferguson? For he you, did that? Oklahoma City went to Australia, put up stats like six points a game or something like that. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of big stats, but ended up coming back and getting drafted. Yeah. But I think that works if you already have enough name behind you and you're a top recruit. Yeah, but I mean, even that being said, right? So let's say it is only your top recruits. It has to start somewhere, for one. And for two, like, the ki- the kid. it seems like the kids are taking, they're taking their power into their own hands. Like, they know that, like... Hey, this is a this is a supply and demand world that we live in. This is a supply and demand country. The demand is your skill set, and these kids that are on that level have such a high skill set where they could be like, you know what? I don't want your little scholarship to your university so you can exploit me, and I'm gonna be broke. I can go make my own money for a year and still come back and see the lights of, of the NBA. I mean, I think that's true, but I also think that I, I don't think. Well, I think that kids should get paid, and that they are getting somewhat exploited. Mm-hmm. I also feel like. That route is going to be an exception because even take somebody like Zion Williamson, right, mm-hmm. who had a huge name by himself. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're trying to tell me Zion Williamson would have been just as big overseas as he was at Duke, I'd completely disagree with that. Um, I don't. Me neither. I think Zion Williamson could have gone somewhere like China. That's a bad. That's bigger. a bad comparison. But I'm just, I'm just I, 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 me personally, I still think, I still think the name of Duke and playing in the NCAA tournament and all that still enhances his. His marketability, me personally, if he busts his shoe open in 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 Lithuania, or he won't play in Lithuania, he probably play like Australia or, or China. China or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. If he busts his shoe open over there, I don't think it's as big of a news for Nike as it is when he does. When he's, it, does it, at Duke. When he does it. At Duke. Given that scenario, I see what you're saying. But if we're just using the example of okay, we know how big Zion Williamson was in high school, and mm-hmm. if he said, you know what, I'm not going to go to college, check, I'm going to go overseas for it. Or check this out, R.J. Barrett, he was okay. number one prospect coming out, right? If R.J. Barrett goes to China instead of going to Duke, 
I don't think he's. I definitely think he's as big as he was. That's a, like that's, Zion's yeah, just different. a bad. Yeah, Zion yeah. is one. Yeah, I mean Zion, Zion is in that Lamelo conversation. Like these kids are famous enough to with, do it. He's I, 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 I think. I think. I think Lamelo is. If Lamelo actually goes to UCLA and kills, I think that's even more big. I think that's bigger news than he goes to Australia and kills. I think Lamelo. I think is the, the same place. I think Lamelo is the very slim example of he is bigger. Than the game he plays on that level, mm-hmm. we're talking college and below. I think he is the very rare example of being bigger than the game. The kid has four million followers on social media. Check this out. How many games have you watched of him in Australia? Me, none. Mm-hmm. He's not in Australia. He's in New Zealand. Oh, New Zealand. well, yeah. I thought Australia New Zealand yeah. league though. I thought mm-hmm. they. Were, I mean, close, but I ain't the combine. But okay, in New Zealand, how many games have you watched? I haven't watched any. If he played for USA, UCLA, how many games did you watch? So I'll, I'll probably watch a lot. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But like, that's mostly because of availability, though. Yeah. I mean, you got YouTube. You can watch that any time of the day. Well, yeah, I watch <laughs> I watch highlights. I mean, and honestly, like, so we live in a we live in an era where you really don't need TV. The reason I know so much about the Lamelo situation is because of he's viral, right? Like I, every, everything I know about, like I, I'm very up to date on Lamelo, and it's not because I've been researching it. Like <laughs> I can tell you pretty much anything going on with him right now because in my algorithm. Everything Lamelo Ball is showing up because right. he's that big. But, but, but what I'm, but I, I guess my point is that if he was playing in a college here, which college hasn't started yet, I think it elevates who. He, if he plays well in the college here, it elevates him more than playing well there. I don't know because I think college dumbs you down in this, in that sense too. His so, profile would be bigger, but just like you said, it's accessibility. So yeah, NBA but, scouts. ESPN scouts, Fox scouts can see him against other American players, whereas mm-hmm. these people that he's playing against New Zealand are people that aren't good enough to be in the league who won't be in the league. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a bunch of... Well, that's not necessarily true because the league that he's in, so, like, it's a couple of NBA players who came from that league. Yeah. But, and but, so but, his first game, they said there were, like, something like 19 NBA scouts there. His first game, like, and yeah, he they, played against the, best the NBA team. has enough money to go scout you wherever you. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, like, yeah, there are players that were in the NBA, but why are they not in the NBA? No, they're in the NBA. They that came from that league. Uh, they're I, I would, in the NBA right yes, now. Like, there's a couple How of younger that? guys that, that came from that Australian league that he's New in. Zealand league. The New Zealand league. Yeah. I'm sorry. How are they playing in the NBA and they're playing in New Zealand? No, no they no. came from. That's the my point. That if they in. came, okay. Oh, the, okay. They came from the league that Melo's currently in. But they're in, in the NBA and right they're now. They're in the NBA now. Yeah, but I guess, I guess, I guess my whole point is that I, I don't think I, I don't want to completely diminish the fact that going to one of these universities can't elevate your stature as opposed to going overseas and and playing well. Right. Okay. Let me yeah, let me caveat what I'm saying. I think you have to be. It's a very rare case where you could do what Lamelo Ball is doing. Like I said, I agree with that. I think that Lamelo is one of the very, very, very few players over time that is bigger than the game at college level and below. LeBron, Zion, Lamelo. Who else can we think of? Maybe Melo back in the day. Um, it's it's very rarely happens that a player that big is a player is that big. But I think that Melo did something different, and well, he didn't have much of a choice. But we're just seeing the result of, hey, if you're that big, it would be nice if you're at UCLA and we get to watch all your games on ESPN right. and see you in the tournament. But, hey, if you go over here, you're still going to get those looks and you're still going to be just as famous and you could still be open with your personal brand like LaMelo is and grow your personal brand. Because he could, wouldn't be able to focus on his personal brand if he was at UCLA. It's, but, I agree. But, but you know, there, there are people who didn't make it, too, who didn't have as – I mean, they made it, but they didn't – like, Brandon Jennings did the same thing. Yeah. 
Independence Day of the year overseas. He messed up. He's supposed to go to Arizona. He came to the league. Stuck around for what five, maybe six years, and he was done. He had a crazy run though at the beginning. I mean, he five games. He scored. He scored. He balled early. He yeah. was done being he, a like starting point like guard by the year. beginning of the next. At least a year. I by, think. by the beginning of the next season, everybody had forgot about Brandon James. Mm. Same thing for Terrence Ferguson. Like, dude, he was another dude. He was supposed to go to Arizona. And now he plays for the Thunder. He started at the two guard last year yeah. as like a three and D guy. That's what I was saying. Like, Terrence Ferguson. I, I brought that up a, a little while ago, but Terrence Ferguson was, uh, yeah. Terrence Ferguson, I think he was playing in the Australian League too. Average like six points, something like that. And it was just like, but I mean, I think players can go and do that route. But if he, if you go off and you kill in the NCAA tournament, you get him a lot bigger than than playing well overseas. I agree with that. But also, let me let me add another caveat. I don't think Ferguson or Jennings is nowhere near as good as LaMelo Ball is or were at that age they were nowhere near as good as LaMelo. Brandon, Brandon Jennings following was huge. Brandon Jennings was like a, was like he was a top, top five top, top five three, three recruit. No. no. Now, I know NBA, I, I hear, no. no, I hear I hear what you're saying with with where he's rating everything, but I'm saying looking at LaMelo Ball as a ball player. Right. And looking at how they were as ball players, I don't think they were the talent level that Lamelo Ball is. It's, I got to that. It's it's hard for me to even. Dog, I'm not Terrence Ferguson. That's a six eight. Yeah. Point like it's point hard for guard, me to scout guard. that dude because I've seen him do so much bad basketball wise. Well, when he was younger. Yeah. Yes. I, Let me. I, I gotta send you this video. There's a video that Slam Magazine put up where they had their scout look at him. I just I thought just watched that. Um, and they was talking about how like he can make the pocket pass now. He can do a lot of different stuff. But it's not just about just jacking up shots like yeah. he was when he was at Tino Hills. Yeah. But I mean, to say like Brandon Jennings was like destroying everything moving when he was in high school. Big fat. Like every like it didn't matter like who was on the court. Brandon like, Jennings was was an Allen Iverson type of player. Mm-hmm. You could yeah. just put the ball mm-hmm. in hole. Yeah, so it's like to say that Lamelo at this age is better than him. Like he well, was a China and killed. Like China was a huge league at that point. Looking, I'm I'm saying looking at as a basketball player, looking at the little things in basketball, I see a lot more from Lamelo than I did at Brandon Jennings at the time. Like Brandon Jennings could do the one thing of putting the ball in the hole. That's his God given gift. Yeah. Yes. But also, I mean, this gets to my caveat to that is that players now are going to be more developed at the same age as players before them. Like, I get that. Like, if you look at like LeBron, right? Mm-hmm. LeBron was was a generational player coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. Are there players that are just as developed as LeBron was coming out of high school now that aren't even top one hundred? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But if you put them back when we were in high school, like, for example, us in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you might have one person that, could, that was a crazy African dunk. If you go to AAU tournament right now, everybody's jumping out the gym. The, everybody the, got the 14 and under teams. Yeah, like, everybody got Kyrie handles. Like, I'm jealous. So, so, <laughs> so, yeah. They have a crazy hop. Yeah. yeah, so, like, they are going to be more developed. LaMelo should be more developed than Brandon Jones then. But compared to his peers... Like I don't think he's that much head. I, I see what you're else. saying. I see what you're saying. So like where where they stand within their class is exactly the thing. exactly. I can see that. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. But I I do think that more kids that are the top tiers mm-hmm. will consider going overseas because I think shoe companies are gonna stress for them to go overseas. And I'm not even gonna say they have to go overseas, but even if they do the route where the kid is at the internship, like I I just think that I just love how kids are just taking they're taking control of their own destiny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I I think that's I do like that. I, I agree. I, I really do like the fact that people are really starting to say, forget the system and finding their own way Avenue. to make it. Because mm-hmm. it also gives them the option to get a, a year up on being a pro. Sure. Yeah, so sure. You, you're making money. You're making pro money. 
you're making pro decisions. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's it's you're you're getting a year up on being a pro. You've gotten a little bit of money, so therefore you don't have to worry about that first NBA paycheck where you want to splurge and get the whole yeah. hood out the hood. And yeah, my and, and some of these kids need money. Now, now of course, Lamelo didn't, and a lot of others don't. Like I, I wasn't a kid who grew up where. I was worried about if my mom was going to eat or my dad was going to eat, you know, but there are kids that that's their reality. And I think that if you have the talent and you have the brain to to really take control of your brand and who you are as a person, why not? Why? why? I'm I'm glad that kids can do that now, because back, you know, a few years ago, this was unthunk of. It was like, no, you don't do that. That's not the way it's done. (laughs) <laughs> Did you say uh, gunk? <laughs> right, that's not even a real word. But. I heard that, and I was yeah, like, yeah, do yeah. I correct this, or do I just let this ride? <laughs> nah, 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 I'm gonna, that's, that might be the title of this episode. <laughs> Unthunk. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. That was fun. Alright, man. So, alright, so I'm, let me... <laughs> While we're talking about LaMelo and Zion, uh, as you guys know, man, ESPN released their top 100 players for the 2019 2020 basketball season right um <laughs> zion williamson uh for brad if you're looking it up look up uh i think it's espn top 50 is where they have zion yeah so uh they rated zion i believe it's 41st or 42nd brad's looking it up now so he can say for sure and some of the names that he's over currently is just can I? I might. You want me to start because <laughs> I'm. I'm a. I'm, uh, what What are your thoughts on Zion being ranked in the top 40, 45, 50 NBA players before even touching an NBA it court? Is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Specifically, this whole Clay Thompson thing. Maybe they're saying right now he's better than Clay Thompson oh, with the ACL injury. Let me add injury. this too. Hold. Don't forget what you're just saying. Zion is also the first rookie. To ever be rated, ranked this high. Okay, so but go ahead. ESPN is slowly losing credibility to me because for y'all to number one, maybe you're saying right now with Clay Thompson's torn ACL that he's better. That Zion Williamson's better with no, the torn ACL. Right here. This is the dumbest thing. Right here. Let's look First at fifty. All, like, like Larry Markinen. I don't. Yep, there's Clay. God, Bogdanovich. On, man. I, I, John Collins in Atlanta, who's who's been playing amazing. Demar I, Derozan. I hate people. This is what this is the part why I say this. this Aaron is why Gordon I don't debate sports. And Miles ESPN Turner, is supposed to be the number one Kevin people Love, with sports. And then Zion Williamson. So Zion Williamson is scrolling. Zion up, Williamson cool. is not better than Kevin Love. I don't care what you all think that Kevin Love is. <laughs> Let's not forget that Kevin Love is a six or seven time All Star who, at some point in time, was putting up thirty and twenty. Like, stop playing, y'all. Like. It's not as pretty as what Zion Williamson can do. Mm-hmm. Does he play harder? Yes. Does he dunk the ball? Yes. Let's but Kevin, but Kevin Love is an NBA All Star. He just sucked at being a third option. Let's okay. not forget that. But let, I mean, let's put this in context, right? <laughs> let's let's really put this in context. I, I hate <laughs> Zion Williamson is ESPN is in the business of making money. That's what it is, and making you talk about them. Mm. By putting Zion here, and not only putting him in the top fifty, but making that being like the picture they use for the top fifty, mm. is them trying to make us do this. Like they don't, there's no, there's no way possible you can really say Zion Williamson is better than Laurie Marketing, who has proven himself in the NBA. Yep. Or 
Clay Thompson. I don't care if Clay's hurt or not. Like, <laughs> that, maybe with a torn AC. Multi NBA champion. Because <laughs> if Clay multi All Star, like, like to me, Clay's top 16, 17. You shouldn't even put rookies in this ranking because all. they haven't done it. They haven't played. Um. So, but like, I mean, I think this is more of just like clickbait on ESPN's part than it is an actual mm. ranking. And ESPN has never been clickbait people. They have to now because Fox is, is, is coming at their is head. Is that what it is? Fox is at their head, bro. Bleacher Report is at their head. I, listen, as someone, and, and Lowe was my college roommate, he could tell you, man, my TV stayed on ESPN. You rarely, If you ever were around me up until about age 30, 31, my TV was always on ESPN. Fellas, when I tell y'all, I watch little to no ESPN now, and it's for reasons like this. I feel like they're they're being baited by other companies to just release clickbait to release like what's the most shocking story not not what's the best story like yeah like, and i'm not I... saying zion winston's not an amazing talent but he's unproven bro the the guy hasn't played against nba talent yet like there's no possible a top 100 play okay let's think about this 30 teams in the nba mm-hmm. so you're telling me no matter what roster he's a top three player <laughs> so on the lakers right now he's a top three player mm. Mm-mm. And let's be real, like even the stuff like not, not to be Debbie down, like I said, I can't wait to see what Zion does in the league. But when you watch Zion was doing all that against kids, niggas that's about to be accountants, bro. Let's be let's keep it a hundred. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can, is is it a debate if Zion's gonna be the best pro out of these out of the rookies this year? Everybody's saying um reddish. Cam Reddish gonna be the best. I had a question. Like I don't think I don't think he's the clear cut best out of this rookie. Class. So but that's what the that's so, what the rookie said. So I got a question. So they put Zion at forty two. I think it was. Mm-hmm. They got John ja Moran at ninety three. No I don't way. think he should be on the list either. But there's no way it was a debate whether he should go number one or not. This list has C J McCollum at thirteen. <laughs> I'm done with this list. I'm just saying. I'm just looking at the list. Like Otto Porter, ninety. Like Otto Porter is a much better pro right now than Zion Williamson. CJ McCollum <laughs> is thirteen, but Clay Thompson is forty nine. I mean, on, now, now you now you know now you know. I don't want to hear. I'm a ride for my for my hear. homies in Portland. I don't. Care but I don't think it's thirteen. Right. I don't think thirteen. Let me be real. <laughs> I but, don't care if you're a blind man. You're not gonna say. That. CJ did ball in the playoffs though. So 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 we're just we're just basing it up one playoff. Nah, bro. CJ saying. not thirteen. He's not. <laughs> CJ I, not thirteen. I started by saying thirteen. Don't disrespect CJ like this. Nah, man. Hey, listen. I like CJ. No, man. CJ about to get all this disrespect. He's not number thirteen. Oh, where's Damon? I, I don't Porter should oh, not be that low. If Damon ain't top ten, this list is irrelevant for real. For real. You gotta be because I haven't seen his name yet on yet on this list. If Damon not, top, I think you gotta look up. Uh, Damon's number nine. He's number nine. Number, okay. Number, I don't agree with that either. No, I, I, I give him number nine. Don't, don't do that, bro. I don't agree with number nine. Let me see who's. Let me see who's who for. Joel, Dogs, Jokic, I mean Curry, Curry. Davis, okay, fine. David, Harden, Harden, LeBron, Kawhi. I like Dame. Like we're we're, we're Hold such on. prisoners of the moment. I'm sorry, I gotta break the topic. I gotta break the we're, topic. We're, uh, for everybody, Kawhi Leonard is number two. He has a great playoffs, so and now he's the best person. Got the, he hey. ran into a battered go to. Don't get me started. LeBron is not the third best player in the league. Why is he not? He's number one. Oh, okay. Wait, what? LeBron is still the best player in the NBA. I don't I'm know sorry. About that. I don't I'm know sorry. About with, with KD's injury, LeBron is the best player in the league. LeBron's coming off injury too, though. For the hate, first time in his career. I hate people. He played since his injury, and he still averages twenty seven. I don't. I don't think Antetokounmpo is better than LeBron at all. And they exposed uh, him in the playoffs. 
Bruh, they got I, him at number one. I could even understand them having Kawhi number one before Giannis. I, I, we're prisoners at the moment for Kawhi too. We are, but I, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say LeBron can't be number one. That's that's a fair argument. I mean, and, and behind Kawhi and Antetokounmpo, like you said, Antetokounmpo, like this man didn't just go out and destroy the league. I, you want to know what else he, he just did? did? He got exposed <clears throat> in the playoffs. LeBron he didn't make did the that playoffs. Too. Huh? LeBron didn't make the playoffs. That, that's that's true. He missed 18 games in the West. I'm not saying why he didn't. I'm just saying he oh, didn't make the playoffs. Oh, no, like, that, that's, that's true. I just think, like, if I'm doing... Like, the first time he's in the West, he didn't make the playoffs. If I'm unbiasedly looking at a player-by-player player comparison, I think LeBron James is a better player than Austin Kimball. He's just younger uh, and more exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's he's younger. He has youth. He but you take everything. youth away, and you're just looking at skill and what someone could do for your team, but I would question. 100% still... But why is, why is LeBron better than Kawhi? Why is LeBron better than Kawhi? Yes. Why is Kawhi better than LeBron? I think that's he, more I, of the I question. Think, I think because LeBron he, I, was always better than okay, Kawhi. I, I feel like he plays better defense than him right now. Right now. I mean, that's what we talking about right now. Okay. Like, okay. not saying he, not saying like I'm not disagreeing. Right. Yeah, he played right. better defense than right now. I feel like he shoots the ball better than him right now. Mm. Can I just be honest? Hmm? I just think Kawhi's a dick. Okay, but like, that's not. I, I'd rather. That's, that's the ESPN take. Like, what's <laughs> like? That's not, I, I just do like like when I watched the video, and I know it was funny and it was a viral moment, but I watched a video of his teammate trying to dap him up, and he just looking at him like he's stupid and pointing and just walk out instead of dapping up his teammate. Like who wants to build their team around that guy? Can you not say LeBron can be a dick? Like, I've never seen LeBron do that. Not that. He's, and I've heard, he's, and I've he's, actually, I say he's the his ultimate reputation team guy. is for being a great teammate. I mean, yeah, but like he, but like okay, let's let, let's take last year for example, right? Uh-huh. Like the team is the, the game's about to end, and LeBron and before the game ends, gets up and walks to the locker room, not hurt, just walks to the locker room on his team, just didn't didn't say nothing, just gets this, up and walks. I away. can excuse that more than I yeah, can. I'm, just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not comparing. I'm just saying like he can do some stuff that's not this that's is, asshole. Like this I got is you. this is why I ride for LeBron the way that I do. Why? Because we see with LeBron the ups and the downs. True. Of being the best or one of the best ever. Right? Agreed. We've seen him have the ultimate high and coming from down 3-1. And what everybody likes to bash him for, for losing all these finals. He's 3-6 and in the finals. This is this, that, that, that. The man is still human. True. Right? You lose a game. Everybody then got upset about losing the game. They got an attitude. Going to the locker room early. We're down 30. Who gives two? Just like when he sat at the end of the bench and everybody made a big deal. Oh, man, why is he going to the end of the bench? Why everybody's in Because LeBron's the most scrutinized player in the league. Oh, my God, bro. We're going to scrutinize Kawhi for not giving us teammate dap. Like, I mean, the man is in his face giving dap. It's a basketball game. The rest of the team's out there still playing, bro. Like, and you on the court? When you on the court, we walked off? No, 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 no. They, no, they no. were about to go to the court. They were about, no. They were about, and, and the thing, they were in the, the tunnel. The Kawhi thing, they were in the tunnel. And they were, they were they were they were hyping the dudes up, and then he ran up he to, ran him, to Kawhi. and Kawhi just looked Kawhi at him. Looked at him like, I mean, he might have been like playing like a joke. We don't, I, we don't know what that. That's doing. a fact. I'll like, give you that. Right. I'll give you in, in the grip, but you know we don't do that. Yo, anymore. and let me just go ahead and say, uh, Kawhi, I'm just kidding. I don't want no smoke, G. I know I, your family I, about that that life. I don't want. But no that's smoke. what I'm saying. But like, but that's that's why I didn't want to bring up the LeBron stuff until we brought this up about Kawhi. Like for me, I don't really like. I'm not a LeBron fan. That's clear. That's clear to see. Uh, but do I? But do I also give him respect? Like, I, do I think he's the best player of his generation? I completely do. Is he better than Michael Jordan? That's going to be a debate I'm not going to have right now. But I don't think so. But, but like, do I think people give LeBron unfair scrutiny? I do. do. But do I also think that LeBron fans don't scrutinize him at all? I do. Like, that's the, but that's the thing with any superstar. Well, but I'm, I'm going to say like this. So I'm a, I'm a Lakers fan. I've been a Lakers fan since I was a kid. So uh, 
I'm a LeBron fan by default because he came to the Lakers, but me and Lo have argued about LeBron for years up until LeBron came to the Lakers and it's like, okay, I'll side with him now. But I do think he is the most scrutinized player in history, man. And I don't get it because LeBron is the cleanest player we've had in history. As far as his public image, I don't know what he does behind closed doors. He could smack his kids for all I know. But from what we see, he's a model black athlete. Right. But he's also, he's the most scrutinized because when you're the greatest at anything, you're the most scrutinized. I don't remember people and scrutinizing and Jordan like this. It, it wasn't social, social media. media. Yeah. Oh, Jordan, no. I mean, if that's the case, we would have known that Jordan was going to the Horseshoe Casino <laughs> every other weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like we, like we know personally. Wait, which is the first place I ever saw Michael exactly. Jordan in person. Exactly. You know, being a dickhead <laughs> towards bouncers and, 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 and you know, what, like, it's yeah. so... Social media plays a big part. You can't well, do anything. Let me not days. let you do that because when I was working at Horseshoe and I was valet parking cars, Jordan was the nicest celebrity I, I, know, I you met. You told me that, but you also. Uh, but maybe but I have you. heard the story. Yeah, I was going to say. Somebody MJ. else told me he was a complete dick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard. Well, he's human. They have their day. I've heard, right. the, I heard exactly. the latter more than Jordan was a nice guy. Like, I've heard that he's a dick more than he's a nice <laughs> really? guy. Really? Yeah. I've heard he was very nice when like, he, he treated He wanted money. He was like. He was like, hey, man, I just bought, he just bought, like, at an auction, like, I don't know, $200,000 worth of Jordan jerseys or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, can I, can I get your autograph one? This nigga told him, man, I don't sign autographs for dudes. <laughs> I'm Michael Jordan, bitch. Nah, I don't yeah. give. But what, what I bet he went like, and he tipped a hundred in a hundred out when uh <laughs> when I saw the horseshoe. But nah, he he was really nice. And he was like, nice shoes. Go ahead on Jay's. <laughs> like, I'm, saying. I'm, I'm not saying he's not. I mean, I teach him, like, how good to his game. But I agree. Like, during the social media era, of course LeBron is the most scrutinized because he came up when it was first, like, becoming a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I also think, I think another unfair thing, well, no, I can't even say that's unfair because I was about to say LeBron came up in the middle of the the Kobe rampage. But Jordan came up in the middle of Magic Bird. So I guess I can't really use that as a comparison either. Because we, we were... We had our hearts for Kobe. At least the league was, well, the fan base was divided 50-50 okay. where people had their love for Kobe. And then LeBron came along in the middle of Kobe's reign. And LeBron was like, nah, I'm here now. And I guess, I guess for me, I always, I always, I never liked the, the like, the, the person. Mm-hmm. Unless they in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> like, you are such a biased Chicago sports fan. <laughs> like, I, I'm, 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 I'm talking about it. Like, nah, it's admirable. I'm very, I'm very neutral in, until it comes to Chicago, and then at that point, it's all Chicago goes out the window. Like, hmm. it's, it's, it's not even. I'm not even gonna try to hide. Well, we've had so many. I'm not. But not, we don't even have the time. Yeah, we don't. We don't. <laughs> we don't have the time. But, like, like for example, LeBron. Like when Kobe was there, I was a LeBron fan until LeBron became like the lead dog. Then at that point, I was like. Okay, it's too many LeBron fans out here. I don't really like. I, I, Le- ladies and gentlemen, had LeBron went to the Chicago Bulls, Brad would have been a fan. I oh that. yeah, I, <laughs> I know that. I'm not even gonna like Herb. Like, no, nah. when he was a champion, him and Dwayne Wade coming, nigga, I was gonna try to be in a, in a movie, like, look, but I also think LeBron James, as much as I don't like him because he's beating the Bulls so many times, I think that's that's what it is. Um. And I, and I rap it. Well, yeah. And let me also say part of my hate for LeBron, too, is I was actually in Miami uh, when the the Heat played the Bulls, uh, Derrick Rose MVP year, and they put Le- LeBron on Derrick Rose. And um, I was there for that being yeah, clink, that clink. by by. Uh, he was tired, bro. Listen, listen. I was clink, clink. I was talking so much crap. And when I say like I had to have a thousand Cubans yelling in my ear clink, when clink, Miami clink, finally clink, won clink, that clink, game. Clink. 
Dude, okay. he's tired, bro. He's still the youngest. <laughs> I hate low, bro. Y'all hear them handcuffs over there? I hate low, man. Y'all hear them handcuffs? I'm sorry. I was so bad, bro. Hey, I was so bad. And like, and like, this is the thing. Like, I've lived out here ninety percent of my life, right? And I don't support for any Chicago sports. Like, I don't care less about none of y'all. Right? I'm not a hater. I just don't have a lot of love for you all, right? I just don't have a lot of love. A lot of Georgia players. That's fact. We're talking Bears. We're not talking Bulls. Okay. So, but I was talking about Derrick Rose at the time. Okay, okay, Chicago. Y'all lived and breathed Derrick Rose everything. And and, and Derrick Rose is great. He won the MVP. Why shouldn't they? But as a fact, just to throw this stat out there, the same amount of points, rebounds, and assists that LeBron averaged in Cleveland the year before when he won the MVP – he won in Miami the next year when he should have won MVP, and everybody was mad at him, so they gave it to Derrick Rose. I'm just gonna. We're not put gonna. That we're not. Air, first of all, we're not gonna. We're not in. gonna even talk about the MVP I almost trophy. I want to walk out the room. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about. Hold on, hold on. We're not doing this. We're not talking about the M- NBA MVP trophy because if you want to do that, Kobe was screwed out of five. Kobe so, was not not five. I, 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 I'll give you a there. good two, maybe one. The the NBA Listen, wait, does wait, wait, wait. do make up awards for MVP. And they also do popularity with MVP. I mean, I agree because Jordan should have won more and LeBron should have won more. But let's get back to this whole (laughs) Derrick Rose love thing. So you telling me. I would just like to state that on record that I've decided that prime Derrick Rose is my favorite basketball player of all time. I just want to put that on that. Not mine. It's still Jordan. Mine's D. Rose. But but let's get this. So you telling me. Yep. I'm listening. if the dude, I was going to say Darius Gardner. Right, Garland. Right, Garland. 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 Let's say he becomes the youngest MVP ever. Gary Indiana stand up two one nine. Ain't gonna ride for that boy. No, we go. I'm not knocking the ride for him. We gonna what ride. We finna ride with him regardless. If he's out the league next year, we still gonna ride for him. He got drafted number five, I think. And, he, and, and he's he's a great kid too, by the way. I yeah. follow him on social media. That's a that's a good he kid. Had the number one draft pick from Chicago. To come to the Bulls? I agree. Come on, bro. Like, I'm not knocking his story. It's the greatest story ever up until they traded yes. him. Yeah, well, up until he got hurt. Up until he got hurt. But what I'm saying is, man, I was Derrick Derek Rose great? Hell yeah. I'm like, I'm never, you're never going to hear me say Derrick Rose wasn't great. I will say, however, there was a LeBron fatigue, and there's a reason LeBron hasn't won the MVP since 2013 and 2014. Everybody was hating on LeBron going to that Miami thing, first of a kind. He he, he, he broke the rules. How he, he brought it on himself by making another decision. You know decision. what? A lot of NBA no, not, not, listen. Not making decisions, the way you make decisions. Okay. A lot of NBA players are thanking LeBron for doing that today exactly. because it it changed the entire not landscape not, of the NBA and NBA the players. He, I, I paved the way for you. Not niggas. the way he did it, but yeah, what he did, yeah, what he did yeah. the action. Wait, so you're mad because he because he went on TV and gave money to the Boys and Girls Club? That's what you're telling. So what are you mad at? The fact that like it wasn't even like the way he said he was going. It was the fact that you do press conferences, not one, not two, not three. So not so those. so wait, no 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 no. Let's be, let's be clear. Let's be clear. It wasn't a press conference. It was a pep rally. We're mad at him for what he said in a pep rally. Well, he tried. To, well, okay. Let me let me shoot LeBron. Said, yeah. Let me shoot LeBron some bail. Let me shoot LeBron some bail. He tried to do something different. LeBron did not get the opportunity to choose a college. He tried to have that decision for his NBA, and he made it into a charity event. A lot of people forget that all of the proceeds from that TV contract went to a charity. Boys and Girls Club. The Boys and Girls Club. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Now, we've kind of walked into one of the topics on my list, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, bridge us there. Um, what is LeBron's legacy? Because let's say, um, how many how many years do you think LeBron got? Okay. I'm, I'm going to say being, three or four. Being the only person that don't like LeBron currently on this panel. <laughs> LeBron's legacy is going to be, it should be, I'm not going to, I can't say this, but should be a top three greatest player ever, no matter what mission you decide. I mean, for me, he'd be number two, but I know some people might put somebody else ahead of him. I don't think top three is bad, though. I think he should be top three greatest player. Who's ever. number three? Wait, you're saying top three. For me, he's two. Okay. For me, he's two. But I'm okay. saying okay. anybody. So why not say top two? Because for any, I'm saying anybody's list ever, whoever decides to make a list, if LeBron James is not in your top three, then you should, your list doesn't stop. shouldn't be bad. I'm going, I'm, he would be three on my list. Because, mm. I mean, like, you got some people like you who, I mean, who I, I perceive Jordan's probably one on most of his list. Then you got people that love Kobe. It's gonna put Kobe too. I wouldn't put Kobe too because I dislike Kobe more. I dislike LeBron. Uh, but then LeBron. Too. So, uh, Kobe's not in my top three, even though he, even though Kobe is my second favorite NBA player of all time behind Prime. So Derek who's Rose. number two? My number two. My number one is MJ. My number two is Bill Russell. And I know I wasn't around for that era, but when you look at the histories and you look at the stat book for Bill Russell, I. Just... <laughs> I can't knock. I can't knock what he did. I can't knock his legacy. I will not fault you for that because number one, I feel like um, winning accounts for a lot. Yes, we we never saw Bill Russell play it or play or coach not in a basketball game, right? No. But, but when you look at the books, if right. you look at NBA history, Bill Russell's name is everywhere. Yeah, no, that's a fact. That's so a he, fact. so Jordan was my number one. Bill's my number two, and LeBron is my number three. Mm. So okay, yeah. So I mean, that's it. Anybody's list, LeBron's in nine top three. Mm-hmm. I think you need to read everybody's list. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't even say that strong. I, I think there's some great players in the NBA, bro. You got you still got Magic, Bird, Wilt, Kareem. He, he surpassed all the probably as like number one number two in scoring. Number whatever. well, that's true. Number yeah, one yeah. Says whatever. Like, and he's one. So I mean, like at this point, like if he if he retired tomorrow, he needs to be top three. In my opinion, I think he's going to go down as probably one of the most charitable. NBA players ever, and one of the best business, probably the best business. Player. He changed the landscape of the NBA, yeah. man. But, yeah, so I think it's safe to say, man, that LeBron's legacy is solidified. I know a lot of people like try to give him flat because he's played with what three different teams and left left Cleveland, came back to Cleveland, and went to LA. Um, I agreed with his LA decision, honestly, um, for who he is and what he is to not only basketball but just to our culture. Uh, I agree with the move. Um, so I, I think his legacy is fine, man. I think, if anything, LeBron should go down as the most respected basketball player of all time just for his actions on and off the court. And like I said, he is the cleanest superstar that we've had in the NBA. Like, he's, I mean, he was the Barack of basketball. You know what I mean? Like, he's had a squeaky image the entire time. I, but I think with that said, I think when we disliking LeBron, right, um, it was mostly because of the Chicago thing. But um, <laughs> I admire your, uh, your 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 truth with that, Brad. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna try to keep it a hundred. Like, I don't like him mostly because he beat Chicago, and you can never lay that down for me. Um, <laughs> but I think he needs to be applauded. Like we talked about the young athletes before. Like, considering the amount of hype and the amount of stuff that he has to go, had to go through coming into the league, and the fact that he's been able to keep his image the way it is, like he should be applauded for that alone, for sure. Um, but I mean. He'll never let the fact that he beat Chicago in the playoffs two or three years in a row, and it, we had the best record in the NBA. And I'm still gonna hate him. <laughs> so, um, 
I feel like he's number two undisputedly, to be honest with you. Um, you got Jordan number one? Of course. Okay. Jordan's number one. You can't knock six for six. Jordan does have some blemishes on his record. He is not as squeaky clean as those some people try to make it seem, but he still went six for six in the finals. And no matter what LeBron does, even if it, the only way LeBron would pass him is if he went, if he won the next six. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but for sure. Yeah. That won't happen, so I'm not worried about that. Um, he's better than Kobe, I feel like, in a grander scheme of things. And I'm not just going to say based on the fact that I'm not a big Kobe fan, I'm a LeBron fan. It's based on the fact that LeBron's never been on the team where he was never number one. Kobe had three championships where he was not number one. I don't care how people try to put it with this whole Shaq thing. He was better than Shaq. Num- people's number one priority focus, what they dreamed about at night when they were winning those championships, was how to stop Shaquille O'Neal. Not knocking what Kobe Bryant did, but he was not number one. Kobe. Well, that's, that's, in my opinion, that's what separates uh, Jordan and LeBron from Kobe. But I've been seeing a lot of lists lately, and, and Yo, some of you list, man. Some of you analysts are nasty, man. Y'all got to stop disrespecting Kobe. Having Kobe 14th on the all-time list is... And I'm not a Kobe fan. Come on, man. That, but, come on. Um, I feel like he's number two. Has he, does he have his blemishes? Did he absolutely um, fall by the wayside with the Dallas Finals? I will give you that absolutely. I have no defense, no stories, none of that regard. We're, to- we're talking LeBron, right? Yes. Just to make sure you talk- everybody knows LeBron fell short. No, he did, he, but he did, though. I'm not going to fact. But, you know, just on just on the flip side of that, do you remember who Dallas beat before they got to beat the Miami Heat? The Spurs? They swept Kobe Oh, and the Lakers team. So, I mean, that wow, just happened that was, to be. And, and LeBron also just threw out all the teams that he lost. <laughs> all the teams that he lost to, they were better teams. They were better now, teams. I, I will say, I think, I think LeBron and D-Wade made that worse when they were doing the whole coffin thing. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I mm. did. Yeah, they were like, Dirk had sick or something. It was like, oh, you right. sick, you sick. And then uh, they came back and lost that one. If, if anything, that's a positive for Dirk. Oh, yeah, said, not for nothing. I was just not, about to right. say, Dirk had one of the greatest runs exactly. in NBA history that year. Like, yeah. that was that was just, oh, man. Yeah, so I feel like he's number two. He he fell short, and then he ran into Golden State. I mean, if we're being prisoners of the moment for Kawhi, and this is what aggravates me, just the way life goes sometimes. Would we be celebrating LeBron right now the way we're celebrating Kawhi right now if he would have won that finals? I doubt it because it was the first thing people would have said. Golden State didn't have everybody. We give Kobe. He won Uh, won his championship. I'm not taking that from him. But we've elevated him to number two all time because he beat a decimated Golden State team. Let's be clear about that. But I don't think you take away a championship for LeBron for it. I don't think you take away a championship for Curry for it. I don't think you take away a championship for Kawhi for it. You play whoever you can play. It's a fact. So, like, when LeBron won, when when Draymond got out, people won't say, oh, Draymond won. Oh, no, no. Draymond missed one game. But LeBron I mean, played a whole series without Kyrie. Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie played the first game. He played, and he was hurt, uh, and they lost, though. But, but I get it. But, they, they, I mean, they also said Curry was hurt, too, when he was, he was just playing hurt. All right, That's I'm going um, to say this, uh, and then we're going to have to get up out of here because uh, Lawrence has somewhere to be. But I'm putting an asterisk next to every finals where a superstar misses more than one game. I'm putting an asterisk on all the championships. That's me personally. But who's the superstar? So, or or uh, the primary pieces of the team. So with Kawhi, I'm putting an asterisk next to him. Minus KD, minus. Uh, so that means LeBron has two full championships and one asterisk. Why is that? 
Who did he win the finals against where the, where the best team was, where the best players weren't playing? I mean, Draymond missed the game. I, I said more than I said more than one game. Hey, Draymond, Draymond, come on, don't don't do that. I, I, I say more than one because it, because it's a, it's a seven game series, so that's why I I give you one game. But after one game, I can't give you that. So like, I, I have an asterisk next to Kawhi. I have an asterisk next to Golden State when Kyrie went out. And listen, I was going for Golden State that year. If you have key pieces that are out for more than one game, I think that is you're not playing the same team at Forget that point. Just one game. We're talking a whole series. A whole series. Kevin Love didn't play the whole series, and he was undisputed number three on that team. Kyrie missed the next four to five games. But I really think they could have won without Kevin Love. I don't think they could have won without Kyrie. Kevin Love. Kevin Love had his ups and downs. Golden State did render him useless, but he still was Kevin Love. I, I think Golden State could have won without Dray- Draymond that year. You know what I'm saying? But that's, I put him in, and I, I have res- the utmost respect for both of those players, but I think Kyrie... Is different. I think you lose Clay Thompson. Is different. You lose Kevin Durant. Is different. But when you, do you, so do you put an asterisk when people play hurt, or just not? You can't be there at all. I mean, there's a difference. Out of the, hurt I'll injury. say out of the game. Little known black history fact: When Detroit beat the Lakers back in the day, I didn't know this until the Bad Boys thing came out. Magic Johnson missed almost the whole series. He played one game. Oh wow! Asterisks. And Byron, <laughs> and Byron Scott missed the whole series. Who is their primary ball handler and things like this? Okay, so I'm okay to answer your question, Brad. I'm not giving you asterisks because you still have to design your game plan for that player. Yeah. If a player's out, that's you, you're not worried about that player anymore. Now, if the player comes out there and stink it up, yes, that adjusts the game plan too. But I'm in my book, in Tramiel's handbook, the asterisk goes when one of your one of your two to three main pieces misses more than one game. That completely alters that series. You're not even playing the same team at that point. In my opinion. Okay. I I, guess, I mean, that's, that's your opinion. I, yeah, that's I believe opinion. you You can only play who's out there. So it's not like we're going to... If we don't pause the series, I'm playing who's out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing whoever's out there. I get that. Your job, is to, your job is to bring that home if you're on the other team. Yeah. Like, I get that. Yeah, you have to close it. Yeah. Because then it's a knock on you if you do not yeah, it, it's, win it's, it's when you're if supposed you don't to. win when you're not there. It's not like I'm not going to call you chump. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah, that. you're still a champion, but just, like just, back to my know. original point. No matter however anybody tries to put it, Kawhi won a championship without Kevin Durant and without Clay Thompson on the other team, but he also has and Boogie Cousins. I'm not knocking those other ones. Yeah, I'm talking about this one, but on, based on this list I just read, that elevated Kawhi to number two. Kawhi missed 20 games mm-hmm. this, this regular season and balled in the playoffs. So we weren't talking about Kawhi as this generational player before then. He was just regular Kawhi, what we have been known, what we've known to see. They they rested him, they got him ready for the playoffs, and he went off. The plan could not have gone any better for the Toronto Raptors than what it just did. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, one hundred, one hundred. I mean, but he also, I mean yeah, granted the finals, and that's another thing. I think people say, oh, you play who you play in the finals, but like he also played Giannis, who was considered the best player last year, right? Played him, and I mean like. People, even with Jordan, like people are like, oh, he played Utah Jazz. They weren't that good. But I'm like, he also had to play, like, the Knicks and the yeah, Shaq and all the rest of them to get there. Like, people don't put them in stock in who you had to play to get there as much as they do who you played when you got right. All right. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, man, we're about to go ahead and wrap this up. We have, oh, my God, we've almost hit an hour and 30. Uh, real quick before you leave out, low man, where can the people find you, man? You got your social media. Uh, where can where can people find you? Uh, I'm just on uh, Facebook with my name, Lawrence Sandlin. Uh, Instagram and Snapchat, Clean Cut, Clean Cut L, 
that's my name on there, and that's where you can find me at. All right, man. Thank you for coming through, man. We got definitely got to do another uh, podcast. And uh, Mr. Jones, where can everyone find you at, brother? Uh, find me on Facebook, Brad Jones. Find me on Instagram under two different pages, I think. One is called Brad to Jones. The other one is uh, Brad Jones Photography. Um, and then you can always find me on Twitch, streaming some 2K and Madden, if you want to catch me there, yeah. under Jones 753 Yeah, and also uh, give him your podcast, too. Brad has a very good podcast. Uh, so actually, we actually uh, put a pause on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> we're actually starting another podcast network. It's going to be called Common Culture Podcast Network. Uh, we have a couple shows coming out, but I'll you know ch- check out my Instagram, social media, to figure out what those are going to be. All right, man. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great week. Be blessed.